Jami'a Tirmidhi. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Tirmidhi. The English translation is by Abu Khalil. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Compilation of Imam At-Tirmidhi The Book on Virtues of the Qur'an Chapter on What has been related about the virtues of Fatiha al-Kitab Surat al-Fatiha Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came out to Ubay bin Ka'b and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, O Ubay, and he was performing Salah. So Ubay turned around, but he did not respond to him. So Ubay finished his salah quickly. Then he turned to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, Assalamu alaykum, O Messenger of Allah. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Wa alaykum assalam. What prevented you from responding to me when I called you, Ubay? He said, O Messenger of Allah, I was performing salah. So he said, Do you not find among what Allah revealed to me, respond to Allah, and to the messenger when they call you to what gives you life? He said, Of course, I shall not repeat that, if Allah wills. He said, Would you like for me to teach you a surah, the likes of which has neither been revealed in the Torah, nor the Injil, nor the Zabur, nor in the entire Qur'an? He said, Yes, O Messenger of Allah. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, What do you recite in your salah? He said, I recite Umm al-Qur'an. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, By the one in whose hand is my soul, the like of it has neither been revealed in the Torah, nor the Injil, nor the Zabur, nor in the Furqan. It is the seven oft-repeated and the magnificent Qur'an which I was given. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is proven through this hadith. 1. The saying of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, is the revival of life and makes the life delightful and joyful. It should be accepted wholeheartedly, warmly, and actively without making any excuse or apology. 2. Surah Al-Fatiha is the foundation of the Qur'an and it consists of all the subjects of it. Chapter on What has been related about Surah Al-Baqarah and Ayat Al-Kursi Abu Huraira narrated, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sent an expedition force comprised of many, and he asked each what he could recite. So each one of them mentioned what he could recite, meaning what he had memorized of the Qur'an. He came to one of the youngest men among them and said, What have you memorized, O so-and-so? He said, I memorized this and that and Surah Al-Baqarah. He said, You memorized Surah Al-Baqarah? He said, Yes. He said, Then go, for you are their commander. A man among their chiefs said, By Allah, O Messenger of Allah, nothing prevented me from learning Surah Al-Baqarah except fearing that I would not be able to stand with it in voluntary night prayer. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Learn the Qur'an to recite it, for indeed the parable of the Qur'an for the one who recites it and stands with it in prayer is that of a bag full of musk whose scent fills the air all around, and the parable of the one who learns it then sleeps while it is in his memory is that of a bag containing musk that is tied shut. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Comments Learning the words of the Qur'an and its meaning, reading and reciting it, reciting it in the night prayer, tahajjud, and to act upon it 
is like filling fragrance into one's heart and mind with such a musk that a person's own heart and mind get fragranced and the person's behavior, character, and manners and his surroundings reflect this. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Do not turn your houses into graves. Indeed, a shaytan does not enter the house in which Surah Al-Baqarah is recited. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The dead in the graveyard do not make any remembrance, recitation of the Qur'an, or any other deed, due to which the atmosphere of the graveyards remains deprived of the effects of remembrance, recitation, and of their blessings. Likewise, humans must not turn their homes into graveyards and make themselves like the dead. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, For everything there is a hump, pinnacle, and the hump, pinnacle, of the Qur'an is Surah Al-Baqarah. In it there is an ayah which is the master of the ayat in the Qur'an. It is Ayatul Kursi. This hadith is graded ta'if or weak. Comments Surah Al-Baqarah is the longest surah of the Qur'an. The fundamental rules, beliefs, and the principles of the Sharia mentioned in this surah are not found in any other of the surah of the Qur'an with such detail. Due to this speciality and distinction, this surah has been placed after Surah Al-Fatiha, which is the foundation of the Qur'an. Also, because of this distinction, it is named the hump of the Qur'an. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites Hamim, Al-Mu'min, up to, to him is the return, and Ayatul Kursi, when he reaches, gets up in the morning, he will be protected by them until the evening, and whoever recites them, when he reaches the evening, he will be protected by them until the morning. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Footnote The verse Hamim al-Mu'min up to to him is the return is from Surah Ghafir, chapter 40, verses 1 to 3. Comments In the first three verses of Surah Hamim al-Mu'min, the attributes of Allah Almighty are mentioned, and the case of Ayatul Kursi is the same. Allah Almighty granted quality and speciality to these verses, that if a person follows the torch of the great qualities and contemplates on the meaning and messages of these verses, then the attack of Satan on this person will never prove effective, and he will be preserved from satanic doubts and illusions. Chapter on the Hadith of Abu Ayyub regarding the Ghul Abdurrahman bin Abi Layla narrated that Abu Ayyub al-Ansari had a storehouse in which he kept dates. A ghul would come and take from it. So he complained about that to the Prophet, peace be upon him. So he said, Go, and when you see her, say, In the name of Allah, answer to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, So I caught her, and she swore that she would not return. So I released her. He went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, What did your captive do? He said, She swore not to return. He said, She has lied, and she will come again to lie. He said, I caught her another time, and she swore that she would not return. So I released her, and went to the Prophet, peace be upon him. He said, What did your captive do? He said, She swore that she would not return. So he said, She lied, and she will come again to lie. So he caught her and said, I shall not let you go until you accompany me 
to the Prophet, peace be upon him. She said, I shall tell you something. If you recite Ayatul Kursi in your home, then no shaitan nor any other shall come near you. So he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, What did your captive do? He said, I informed him of what she said. And he said, She told the truth, and she is a continuous liar. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This hadith proves, and the hadith of Abu Huraira also supports it, that the regular recitation of Ayatul Kursi in the house is a means of protection and refuge against Satan. It should be recited regularly. Chapter on what has been related about the end of Surah Al-Baqarah. Abu Mas'ud al-Ansari narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites the last two ayat of Surah Al-Baqarah during the night, they shall suffice him. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments These verses have concise mention of beliefs, creed, and good deeds. Therefore, bearing in mind the reflection and meaning is such a great source of goodness and blessings that because of regular reading of these verses, a person escapes the evils of Satan. An-Nu'man bin Bashir narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, Allah wrote in a book 2,000 years before he created the heavens and the earth, and he sent down two ayat from it to end Surah Al-Baqarah with, If they are recited for three nights in a home, no shaitan shall come near it. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Chapter on what has been related about Surah Al-Imran An-Nawas bin Sam'an narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The Qur'an shall come, and its people who acted according to it in the world. Surah Al-Baqarah and Al-Imran shall be in front of it. An-Nawas said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stated three parables about them, which I have not since forgotten. He said, They will come as if there are two shades between which there is illumination, or as if there are two shady clouds or as if they are shadows of lines of birds arguing on behalf of their people. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments According to this hadith, these particular two surahs will argue in favor of a person and defend him and get the reward for reciting them. They also have the distinction in quality that on the day of judgment, when a person will be in extreme need of shade, the reward for reciting these two surahs will provide shade in the form of a canopy, cloud, or like the wings of the birds to those who acted accordingly. Abdullah bin Mas'ud said, Allah has not created in the heavens nor in the earth what is more magnificent than Ayatul Kursi. Sufyan said, Because Ayatul Kursi is the speech of Allah and Allah's speech, it is greater than Allah's creation of the heavens and the earth. This hadith is graded sahih or Authentic Comments Ayatul Kursi consists of the fundamental and principal attributes from among the names and attributes of Allah Almighty, like life, authority, the sustainer of the universe, oneness, intention, and knowledge. And there is no comparison between the creator and the creation. Chapter on What has been related about the virtue of Surat Al-Kaf? Abu Ishaq narrated Hearing Al-Bara say, There was a man reciting Surat Al-Kaf when he saw his riding animal stamping his feet. So he looked 
and there was something like a shadow or a cloud. So he went to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and mentioned that to him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, That was the tranquility which descends with the Qur'an, or descends because of the Qur'an. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments It is known from this hadith that the recitation of the Qur'an brings down the tranquility and peace from Allah Almighty, and sometimes this tranquility appears in a visible form. Abu Darda narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites three ayat from the beginning of Al-Kaf, he is protected from the turmoil of the Dajjal. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote This hadith contains something which does not belong, either in its wording of its chain of narration, while the narrators are truthful or trustworthy, for the correct wording, see Muslim. Hadith number 1883, where it is in 10 ayat instead of 3. Comments The power of the Dajjal, Antichrist, will be temporary and perishable. It will not have stability and steadiness. His anger will be unsustainable and his favor will be for a short term. He who bears in mind consciously the meanings and the objectives of the first 10 or last 10 verses of Surah Al-Kaf and he memorizes them, due to their good and blessings, he will remain safe from the tribulations of the Dajjal. Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of Yasin. Anas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, for everything there is a heart, and the Qur'an's heart is Yasin. Whoever recites Yasin, then, for its recitation, Allah writes for him that he recited the Qur'an ten times. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments the subjects and contents of the Qur'an may be summed up under three topics, oneness, hereafter, and the messengerhood, and these are the principal and fundamental subjects. Surah Al-Fatiha consists of these, and these subjects have been explained comprehensively in Surah Yasin. This is how it is the heart of the Qur'an, i.e. the extract, abridgment, and the spirit. Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of Hamim al-Dukhan? Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites Hamim al-Dukhan during the night, in the morning, 70,000 angels seek forgiveness for him. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Abu Hurairah narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites Hamim al-Dukhan, during Friday night, he shall be forgiven. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of Surat al-Mulk. Ibn Abbas narrated, one of the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, put up a tent upon a grave without knowing that it was a grave. When he realized that it was a person's grave, he recited Surat al-Mulk until its completion. Then he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, indeed, I erected my tent without realizing that it was upon a grave. So when I realized that there was a person in it, I recited Surat al-Mulk until its completion. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, It is a prevention, it is a salvation, delivering from the punishment of the grave. This hadith is graded da'if 
or weak. Comments The Quranic subjects and all the principles of its mission, oneness, messengerhood, and life in the hereafter are discussed in Surah Al-Mulk, and the principle of warning about the hereafter is overwhelming, due to which the Day of Judgment and its conditions are pictured in this Surah. Therefore, he who contemplates and reflects upon its subjects and contents and he bases his life on its principles and fundamentals, he, in fact, prepares and cares for the hereafter, so he is safe from the punishment in the grave. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, there is a surah in the Qur'an for thirty ayat, which intercedes for a man until he is forgiven. It is Surah Tabarak al-Ladhi biyadihi al-Mulk. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Jabir narrated, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would not sleep until he recited Alif Lam Mim, Tanzil, and Tabarak al-Ladhi biyadihi al-Mulk. This hadith was reported similarly by more than one from Layth bin Abi Sulaim. Mughira bin Muslim reported it from Abu Zubair, from Jabir, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and it is similar to this. Zuhair reported it and said, I said to Abu Zubair, did you hear Jabir mentioning this hadith? He said, Safwan or Ibn Safwan informed me of it. It is as if Zuhair rejected the idea that this hadith was from Abu Az-Zubair from Jabir. Another chain with similar in meaning. Another chain that Tawus said, There are 70 good merits, more of virtue in it than every surah in the Quran. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Alif Lam Mim, Tanzil Al-Kitab, i.e. Surat As-Sajda, chapter number 32, speaks of the truth about the Qur'an, the creation of the heavens and the earth, the creation of the human and the purpose of his life, the end of the one who bears its teachings in mind and acts accordingly, punishment for those who oppose its teachings, the mention of the Torah and the character of some people among the children of Israel, as if it consists of all the lessons for the hereafter. Chapter on what has been related about Ida Zulzilat. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites Ida Zulzilat, it equals half of the Quran for him. Whoever recites Uliya Ayyuhal Kafirun, it equals a fourth of the Quran for him. And whoever recites Qulhu Allahu Ahad, it equals a third of the Quran for him. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments We have said that the fundamental principles of the mission of the Qur'an are oneness, messengerhood, and the hereafter. In Surah Al-Zalzala, the circumstances of the last day are mentioned very comprehensively with effectiveness and its scene is pictured, and the information about the reward and recompense has been mentioned effectively and very briefly in the last verses. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Ida Zulzilat is equal to half of the Qur'an. Qulhu Allahu Ahad is equal to a third of the Qur'an. Qul ya ayyuhal kafirun is equal to a fourth of the Qur'an. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Anas bin Malik narrated, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to a man among his companions, Have you married, O so-and-so? He said, No, by Allah, O Messenger of Allah, 
and I do not have anything to marry with. He said, Do you not know Qul Allahu Ahad? He said, Of course. He said, It is a third of the Qur'an. He said, Do you not know Ida Ja'a Nasrullahi Wal Fatih? He said, Of course. He said, It is a fourth of the Qur'an. He said, Do you not know Qul Ya Ayyuhal Kafirun? He said, Of course. He said, It is a fourth of the Qur'an. He said, Do you not know Ida Zulzilatil Ard? He said, Of course. He said, It is a fourth of the Qur'an. He said, Mary, Mary. This hadith is greater da'if or weak. Comments The explanation of the aforementioned surah has previously been mentioned. As for Surah Al-Nasr, it speaks of the good news for the noble Prophet, peace be upon him, that the time for the appearance of the heavenly help has come. The conquest of Mecca was soon going to happen. The mission that Allah has assigned to him, he would fulfill it and succeed in it. The people would enter to Islam in groups and flocks. You, therefore, praise your Lord with extolling the glory and seek his forgiveness. According to Ibn Abbas, it also indicates the death of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Chapter on what has been related about Surat Al-Ikhlas Abu Ayyub narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, would one of you like to recite a third of the Qur'an during a night? Whoever recited, Allahu al-Wahidu samad then he has recited a third of the Qur'an. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Abu Huraira said, I went out with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and heard a man reciting, Qul Allahu ahad, Allahu samad So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, it is obligatory. I said, what is obligatory? He said, paradise. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The spirit and core of the religion is Tawheed, oneness of Allah. A perfect and comprehensive reality of oneness has been mentioned in this surah that has blocked all avenues towards polytheism. This surah leaves no doubt regarding Allah's self his attributes, and allows no one to share the essential meanings of these attributes. The fruit and end of the oneness is paradise. Love for this surah, and reading it repeatedly, is the evidence of the love for Tawheed, steadfastness and consistency upon it. Therefore, the destination of such a person will be paradise. May Allah Almighty make us punctual and habitual readers of it. Ameen. Anas bin Malik narrated, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recited, Qul huwa Allahu ahad, 200 times every day, 50 years worth of his sins will be removed unless he owes a debt. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Reading Surah Al-Ikhlas while lying on one's right side is a sign of being from the people of the right side. Also, this person will enter paradise from the right side. It also tells that the right side of the paradise is better and more excellent than the left side. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Qul Allahu Ahad is equal to a third of the Qur'an. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Abu Huraira narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Gather and I shall recite to you one third of the Qur'an. He said, so whoever was to gather did so. 
Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came out and recited, Qul huwallahu ahad. Then he went back in. Some of them said to each other, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, I shall recite to you one-third of the Qur'an. I thought that this was news from the heavens. Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, came out and said, Indeed, I said that I would recite to you one-third of the Qur'an, and it is indeed equal to one-third of the Qur'an. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Ihshudu means be together, gather the household people too, for the purpose of creating an interest amongst the people. The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not tell them straight away that he was going to read Surah Al-Ikhlas and it was equal to one-third of the Qur'an. Anis bin Malik said, There was a man from the Ansar who led them in Salah at Masjid Quba. Every time he was to recite a surah for them during Salah, he would begin by reciting Qul Allahu Ahad until he finished. Then he would recite another surah with it. He did that in each rak'ah. His companions talked to him and said, You recite this surah, then you do not think that it is sufficient until you recite another surah. You should either recite it or leave it and recite another surah. He said, I shall not leave it. If you would like me to lead you with it, then I shall do so. And if you do not like it, then I shall leave you. And they considered him the best among them. And they did not like the idea of someone else leading them. So when the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to them, they informed him about what had happened. And he, peace be upon him, said, O so-and-so, what prevents you from doing what your companions told you to do? Why do you recite this surah in every rak'ah? He said, O Messenger of Allah, indeed I love it. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Your love for it shall have you admitted into paradise. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments This hadith proves that reading two surahs in one rak'ah without caring for the sequential order is allowed. Were it not allowed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, would have prohibited it. Chapter on what has been related about Al-Mu'awwidatayn Uqba bin Amir al-Juhayni narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Some ayat have been revealed to me, the likes of which have not been seen. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ Until the end of the surah. And قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Until the end of the surah. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments Tawheed is the spirit, foundation, and base of Islam. These two surahs are the guardians and protectors of the treasure of oneness. Because the first very important principle mentioned in these two surahs is that the only way of being protected from a crafty and cunning enemy like Satan is that a person should seek the refuge only with his Lord. The second rule mentioned in these surahs is about the attributes of Allah by which a person seeks refuge and these attributes make the person protected and guarded against the trials of the devil. And the third highlighted point is about the power of Satan's struggle to make a person go astray. Uqba bin Amir said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, ordered me to recite al-mu'awwidatayn at the end of every salah. This hadith is graded hasan or good. Chapter on what has been related about the virtue of reciting the Qur'an. Aisha narrated 
that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The one who recites the Qur'an and he is proficient with it, then he is with the noble and blessed angels. And the one who recites it, Hisham said, and it is hard for him. Shu'bah said, and it gets difficult for him. Then he gets two rewards. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote As-Safaratil Kiram al bararah refers to the noble and blessed angels who journey to the people to deliver the message. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi. Comments The believers who are not so well versed in the reading of the Qur'an and it is hard for them to read it easily and fluently so they read the Qur'an with difficulty, slowly making an effort, they bear this difficulty happily and joyfully hoping for the reward and righteousness. Such people will have an extra reward for their effort and hardship. They should not be disheartened, but it is apparent that they will not have the same reward and virtuousness as that of those who are well-versed and more knowledgeable. Therefore, they will be honored with the company and friendship of the honored, loyal, obedient, and well-versed angels, because their contact, relation, love, and care for the Qur'an is very much, so their reward and recompense is much too. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites the Qur'an and memorizes it, making lawful what it makes lawful, and unlawful what it makes unlawful, Allah will admit him to paradise due to it, and grant him intercession for ten of his family members who were to be consigned to the fire. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The intercession regarding a disbeliever and a polytheist to let them out of hell cannot be granted. The intercession will be granted in favor of a sinful Muslim and they will come out of hell owing to the intercession. Chapter on What has been related about the virtues of the Qur'an? Al-Harith al-A'war said, I passed by the masjid when the people were absorbed in storytelling. So I entered upon Ali and said, O commander of the believers, do you not see the people are becoming engrossed in storytelling? He said, They have been consumed with it? I said, Yes. He said, As for me, I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, Indeed there comes a fitna. So I said, What is the way out from it, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Allah's book. In it is news about what happened before you and information about what comes after you and judgment for what happens between you. It is the criterion between right and wrong without jest. Whoever among the oppressive abandons it, Allah crushes him and whoever seeks guidance from other than it, then Allah leaves him to stray. It is the firm rope of Allah. It is the wise remembrance. It is the straight path and it is the one that the desires cannot distort, nor can the tongues twist it, nor can the scholars ever have enough of it, and it shall not become dull from reciting it much. And the amazement of it does not diminish. It is the one that when the jinns heard it, they did not hesitate to say about it, Verily, we have heard a wonderful recitation, this Qur'an. It guides to the right path, and we have believed therein. Whoever speaks according to it, then he has said the truth, and whoever acts according to it, he is rewarded, and whoever judges by it, he has judged justly, and whoever invites to it, 
and he guides to the straight path. Take this, O A'war. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments This is without a doubt a very comprehensive hadith regarding the significance and virtues of the Qur'an, regarding its merit and status, its importance and need, and the Qur'an is defined with the exact qualities and merits mentioned in this hadith, but this narration is not authentic due to the defect in its chain. Chapter on What has been related about teaching the Qur'an Abu Abdurrahman narrated from Uthman bin Affan that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the best of you is he who learns the Qur'an and teaches it. Abu Abdurrahman said, So that is why I sit at the seat of mine. And he taught the Qur'an during the time of Uthman until Al-Hajjaj bin Yusuf came. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The Qur'an is the speech of Allah, and Allah's speech has superiority over the speech of humans just as the Creator has superiority and excellence over his creation. Therefore, learning and teaching is better and more virtuous than all other good and virtuous deeds. Uthman bin Affan narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The best of you, or the most virtuous of you, is he who learns the Qur'an and teaches it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Ali bin Abi Talib narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The best of you is he who learns the Qur'an and teaches it. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Chapter on what has been related regarding reciting a letter of the Qur'an and the reward for that. Muhammad bin Ka'b al-Qurawi said, I heard Abdullah bin Mas'ud saying, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever recites a letter from Allah's book, then he receives the reward for it, and the reward of ten the like of it. I do not say that Alif Lam Mim is a letter, but Alif is a letter, Lam is a letter, and Mim is a letter. This hadith is graded Hassan, or good. Comments This hadith informs that whoever recites the Quran out of sincerity, each alphabetical letter will be regarded as one good deed, which is equal to 10 good deeds in reward and recompense. And as for the reward of reciting the Qur'an, it is not necessary to be recited with the full understanding of its meaning and message, because the individual letters, huruf al-muqatta'a, like alif, lam, mim, are recited without an understanding of the meanings. For more related to this, see the tafsir of Ibn Kathir, Surah Al-Baqarah Chapter on The worshippers shall not draw nearer to Allah with similar to what came from him. Zayd bin Artah narrated from Abu Umama that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah does not listen to anything more virtuous from the worshipper than the two rakahs of Salah he performs, and the righteousness spreads over the head of the worshipper as long as he remains in his Salah. And the worshippers shall not draw nearer to Allah, mighty and sublime is he, with similar to what came from him. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Jubair bin Nufair narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You shall not return to Allah with what is more virtuous than what came from him. 
meaning the Quran. This hadith is very ta'if or weak. Comments The Quran is the speech of Allah and the prayer is the best of all forms of worship. The virtues of the prayer becomes increasingly more virtuous as the Quran is recited in it and it becomes a means of being nearer to Allah Almighty. Chapter on Indeed, the one who does not have the Quran inside him, his heart is like the ruined house. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Indeed, the one who does not have the Quran inside him, his heart is like the ruined house. This hadith is greater da'if or weak. Comments He who does not know any part of the Quran, his heart is empty of goodness, blessings, and spirituality, because the inhabitation of the heart with life, beauty, and freshness is with the Imam and the Qur'an. The same way as the inhabitation of a house is with its dwellers and its beauty and adornment is because of the household things in it. Abdullah ibn Amr narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, It shall be said, meaning to the one who memorized the Qur'an, recite and rise up. Recite melodiously as you would recite in the world, for indeed your rank shall be at the last ayah you recited. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments This hadith speaks of the significance of a person who knows the Quran by heart, as he normally reads it most frequently and slowly, as much as the portion of the Quran that he knows by heart according to that extent he will be asked to recite it following its recital rules, and he will be ascending in degrees of paradise. Abu Huraira narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The one who memorized the Qur'an shall come on the day of judgment, and the reward for reciting the Qur'an says, O Lord, decorate him, so he is donned with a crown of nobility. Then it says, O Lord, give him more, so he is donned with a suit of nobility. Then it says, O Lord, be pleased with him. So he is pleased with him and says, Recite and rise up, and be increased in reward with every ayah. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote This is in accord with the various versions, among which the inhabitants after it, and he considers it more correct, and it was narrated like that by Ahmed. 2. 471 And in it, the wording is that it is said about him. Comments It is proven from this hadith that he who knows the Qur'an by heart will get beauty and astonishing adornment, high ranks, and increase in the good deeds. Also, he will achieve the everlasting pleasure of Allah Almighty. Chapter on I have not seen a sin worse than a surah which a man learned and then forgot. Al-Muttalib bin Abdullah bin Hanqab narrated from Anas bin Malik that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, the rewards from my ummah were displayed before me, even the reward for the dust that a man comes out of the masjid with. The sins of my ummah were displayed before me, and I have not seen a sin worse than a surah or ayah of the Qur'an which a man learned and then forgot. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments Although this hadith is not authentic, yet forgetting the words of Allah intentionally and neglectfully, Turning away from the blessed and virtuous speech of Allah is a very disliked act. Chapter on Whoever recites the Qur'an, 
then let him ask Allah by it. Al-Hasan narrated that Imran bin Hussein passed by a reciter reciting, then he began begging. So he, Imran said, Indeed we are from Allah and to him shall we return. Then he said, I heard the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him saying, Whoever recites the Quran, then let him ask Allah by it. For indeed there will come a people who will recite the Quran asking from the people because of it. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The Quran is the word spoken by Allah. It should be recited for the sake of Allah's pleasure. One should only beg of Allah alone. Reciting the Quran just for the sake of amusing people and to make it a means of begging of people is incorrect because thus it will be a test and create corruption in matters of spirituality. Shuhayb narrated that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, He does not believe in the Quran who makes lawful what it prohibits. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The demand of acknowledging the Quran as words of Allah is that its prohibitions must not be committed, and he who carelessly violates its prohibition, this is a proof that his iman in the Quran is false. And if he considers the prohibition of the Quran as lawful, then this is a proof that he does not believe in it as the words of Allah Almighty. Uqba bin Amir narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The one who recites the Quran aloud is like the one who gives charity publicly, and the one who recites the Quran quietly is like the one who gives charity secretly. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments If recitation aloud and giving of charity openly possesses the danger of doing so for the sake of showing off or for pride, then it is better to perform these deeds secretly, where there is no risk of showing off and it is rather a source of urging others for it. Performing it then publicly is better. The risk of showing off or having pride is involved in both the obligatory and voluntary charity. Chapter on Reciting Surah Bani Israel and Az-Zumar Prior to Sleeping Aisha narrated, The Prophet, peace be upon him, would not sleep until he recited Surah Bani Israel and Az-Zumar. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Irbal bin Sariyah narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, would recite the Musabbihat before sleep and say, Indeed, there is an ayah in them that is better than 1,000 ayat. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Footnote The Musabbihat are those surahs that begin with Sabbih, glorified is, or a form of it in them. They are seven. Subhanalladhi Asra, Al-Hadid, Al-Hashr, الصف, الجمعة, التغابن, and الأعلى, تحفات اللحواضي. Comments The Messenger of Allah would recite various surahs prior to sleep, sometimes all the routine surahs and sometimes some of them. Therefore, the narrations are not contradictory. Chapter on Regarding the Virtues of Reciting the End of Surah Al-Hashr Ma'qil bin Yasar narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever says three times when he gets up in the morning, أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم and he recites three ayat from the end of Surah Al-Hashr, Allah appoints 70,000 angels who say salat upon him until the evening. If he dies on that day, he dies a martyr, and whoever says them, when he reaches the evening, he holds the same status. This hadith is graded ta'if 
or weak. Comments The last three verses of Surah Al-Hashr are about the majestic attributes and irresistible power of Allah Almighty. So the recitation of these verses is virtuous, but the narration is not authentic. Chapter on what has been related about how the Prophet, peace be upon him, recited. Ya'la bin Mamla narrated that he asked Umm Salama, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the recitation of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his salah. She said, what can you do compared to his salah? He would pray and then sleep as long as he had prayed. Then he would pray as long as he had slept. Then he slept as long as he had prayed until the morning. Then she described his recitation. So she described his recitation as word by word. This hadith is graded Hassan or good. Comments The Prophet, peace be upon him, would perform the night prayer in various forms in order to make it easy and light for those who would follow him in the night prayer. They might follow whatever way they like. He would recite slowly and word for word. Each word and letter would be heard and understood. Abdullah ibn Abi Qais, a man from al-Basra, Narrated, I asked Aisha about the witr of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. How would he perform witr? Was it during the first part of the night or the end of it? She said, all of that. Sometimes he would perform witr during the first part of the night and sometimes he would perform witr during the end of it. So I said, all praise is due to Allah, who made the matter accommodating. I said, how was his recitation? Was he quiet with his recitation or loud? She said, he would do all of that. Sometimes he would recite quietly and sometimes aloud. I said, All praise is due to Allah, who made the matter accommodating. He said, I said, How would he deal with sexual impurity? Would he perform ghusl prior to sleeping or would he sleep prior to ghusl? She said, He would do all of that. Sometimes he would perform ghusl, then sleep, and sometimes he would perform wudu and then sleep. I said, All praise is due to Allah. Who made the matter accommodating. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Comments The night prayer of the Prophet, peace be upon him, which is called Witter Prayer 2, he performed it in all parts of the night, in the beginning, middle, and in the end. And he, peace be upon him, would normally sleep after the night prayer except during the month of Ramadan. He would then get up for the morning prayer. As for the last days of his life, he would perform the night prayer in the last part of the night. Chapter on Which man will bring me to his people to convey the speech of my Lord? Jabir bin Abdullah said, During the mawqif, the Prophet peace be upon him would present himself and say, Which man will bring me to his people? For indeed the Quraysh have prevented me from conveying the speech of my Lord. This hadith is graded sahih or authentic. Footnote During the mawqif means during the Hajj season. See Tuhfat al-Lahwaldi. Comments Since Allah commanded the Prophet, peace be upon him, to preach and spread the message of Islam openly, in the season of Hajj, he would visit the tents and dwellings of the various Arab tribes in the very well-known Arab markets, Ukaz, Majinnah, and Dhul Majaz, and he would call them to Islam. These markets would be held one after another until the 8th of Dhul Hijjah. Thereafter, the people would be free for performing the rituals of Hajj, and on the ninth of Dhul Hijjah, he would call to Islam in the valley of Arafah. He would keep it continuing during the days of Mina. However, eventually the people of Yathrib, now Al Medina, became determined to take him, so he migrated to Al Medina and settled there.
Chapter on Those Who Are Too Busy With The Qur'an Atiyah narrated from Abu Sa'id that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, The Lord, blessed and most high is he, has said, Whoever is too busy with the Qur'an for remembering me and asking me, then I shall give him more than what I give to those who ask. And the virtue of Allah's speech over the speech of others is like the virtue of Allah over his creation. This hadith is graded da'if or weak. Comments The person who has dedication and relation with the words of Allah to the extent that he is engaged out of sincerity and with the undivided attention by day and night in its recitation, memorization, reflecting and contemplating on it, learning and teaching it, preaching and spreading it, due to this permanent busy commitment, he does not get the opportunity for Allah's remembrance, glory and praise, or to beg of Allah anything for himself. Allah grant him better than those who beg of him.